JMV here with Brian Kahn from Floors to Your Home. Fans, if you're shopping for flooring of any kind, you need to check these guys out. You're going to have the most incredible, totally hassle-free shopping experience ever. JMV, we really appreciate you saying that. That's our goal every day, to offer our customers a quick, easy, and hassle-free experience at all of our Floors to Your Home locations. Fans, it works like this. You see the product you like. It's going to be cheaper than anywhere else. That's for sure. Then you can immediately take it home with you or have it installed. That's right. No hassle, no special order. Just see it, buy it, and take it home, or have it installed. Like three rooms of hardwood, laminate, or waterproof flooring starting at just 349 and they have everything in stock. I'm doing my whole house, and believe me, this is the best shopping experience you'll ever have. Three convenient locations, Avon, Noblesville, and Brookville Road. Who gives the quickest, easiest, and most hassle-free buying experience? Floors to your home. That's who. On the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline, it seems like he's on absolutely everything, maybe with the exception of the Spice Channel. It's our friend Robbie Hummel with us. Hello, Robbie. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? You are all over the place, man. I love it. <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, it's one of those deals where when you don't do as much in the summer, you have to maximize your winter. <laughs> so I'd rather uh, be outside and be playing golf and whatnot. So in the wintertime, I, I certainly get after it, but you know, you're watching college basketball games. There could be a lot worse things to be doing. So does somebody keep track of what you're doing, where you need to be, when you need to be there and all that, or is that you? That's me. Um, I know That's I've you. got like a schedule that I've lined up on a spreadsheet or whatever. And, um, it's kind of been the way that I've done it. And luckily I haven't like missed a game or double scheduled a game or anything like that. Um, it's been pretty good so far, but yeah, it's, uh, Book and travel and some of the expense report stuff, that, that can get a little uh, exhausting there, especially working for two different companies. So. No doubt about that. And I'm assuming you've had the one coming up at 4 o'clock in Bloomington tomorrow highlighted. You were, as a player, a part of it. And and really, when you look at this game between Purdue and IU and Bloomington, round one of two coming up in the month of February, about as entertaining on paper as you can hope and probably we have seen. I know that they split a year ago, but still, as we've seen in a while, competitive value-wise, where do you start with breaking down this game between the two teams in Bloomington tomorrow? Yeah, I think the fact that this is the first ranked meeting in, in quite some time is pretty surprising. Um, I I probably look at Carolina Duke as being the, the top rivalry in college basketball, but I think Indiana Purdue's right behind it. Um, the one place where the game has probably come up short, and it was kind of like this when I played too, um, save for my freshman year where Indiana was a top 15 team and we were too, but we only played once because remember it used to be the rivalries weren't locked in to play home and home. So we only played at Assembly Hall uh, my freshman season and then didn't get to play a game in Mackey, and we were both in the top 25. That was the D.J. White, Eric Gordon team. So really since then, I think there's been one ranked matchup since, and I just think both schools haven't done a great job of holding up the end of the bargain of, you know, when, when Indiana was ranked, Purdue wasn't, and when Purdue was ranked, um, Indiana wasn't, and then you, you look at the way that the game has gone the last 12 games, Purdue's won 11 to 12. So it hasn't been as competitive maybe as years past when you think about the Coach Katie and, and the Coach Knight years. Um, but it's still, the environments are unbelievable. Um, the fact that the hype has built the way that it has for this game, you have two elite centers and Trace Jackson Davis and, and Zach Eady. Um, this is this is going to be one of those deals where um, the hype is going to be as high as it's been in quite some time, and, and hopefully the game delivers. 
Robbie Hummels on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. Did you think Purdue this year would approach being as good as that Purdue team of a year ago? You know, I thought they'd be different, and they certainly are. I think there was pretty big question marks around Zach Eady. Can he play um, the amount of minutes that they're going to need him to? And that's been answered with a resounding uh, absolutely yes. And then there was question marks around their garbage because they were freshmen. Uh, no one had seen them play in a college basketball game. Uh, I, I thought they'd be a top four team in the Big Ten just because they have Matt Painter and they had a lot returning. And then you look at the, when you look at their roster, you'd say, then they have they have a good group of, of really good players. But there were just some question marks, and, and all of those question marks have been answered with you know resounding. Yes, is you know, Zach Eady is the best player in college basketball. He can play 30-plus minutes a game and does almost every night. Those freshmen have been as good as probably any freshman that Matt Painter has had and productive and, and clutch. You know, they, they have come up big in, in huge moments. Fletcher Lawyer has, has been great at the end of games, and Brayden Smith run the team. So I, I thought they'd be good, but to say I thought they'd be this good, I, I can't, can't take credit for that. And the one thing that I bring up all the time, and Robbie Hummel's with us, and, and you could talk – a lot more about the point that I'm about to make. But to me, the impression I've had, and I've said this basically the entirety of the Big Ten season so far, is Purdue on the road winning, one, which is incredibly tough to do in any conference, much less the Big Ten, but winning in one-possession games. They also had a home game win over Maryland in a one-possession game, and having two freshmen in the backcourt like that would seem to be somewhat of an obstacle that it has not been this season in those close games, and that just speaks to the reality of how well this group executes in late-game situations, both coaching and playing. No, absolutely. Uh, those freshmen are fearless. Uh, Fletcher Lawyer has has made multiple, you know, game clinching and and shots to to take the lead at the end of games. Uh, and, and then you have Zach Eady. I, I mean, you have a guy where you can throw in the ball. You think about the Michigan State game; they they throw it into him. Uh, great pass from Fletcher Lawyer, and and he delivers. They've won every close game, save for the Rutgers game. And uh, that, that speaks to their, their guards, but also their, their talent. I think they're coaching. They're, they're very well-disciplined. They have a dominant force in, in Zach Eady. Um, and at the end of the day, Purdue has the luxury of their best offense at times can be just miss a shot and let Eady and let Caleb first go get it. And they get to the line at a rate that, that most teams, you know, I think they've, they've made more free throws than their opponents have shot on the season. So they, they've got multiple things. And now that they're, they're shooting the ball, at a higher clip. I think the last nine games, they're shooting 40% from three. So developing a scouting report, if they're going to shoot it like that, and you know they've got Edie and they get on the glass and they shoot free throws the way that they do, I'm not envious of Mike Woodson or any Big Ten coach having to decide what do you give up. You know, Micah Shrewsbury said we're going to let some of these other guys shoot, and Mason Gillis breaks the record for threes in Mackey Arena. <laughs> so it's it's not a an easy place to be scouting for Purdue. You know, it's funny you bring up Mason Gillis too, Robbie, because you said something after the game the other night uh, that that was interesting to me in, in terms of well, sometimes I defer. And I need to be more confident. Listen, this dude shoots with confidence. And I'm just assuming here that when you have so many different options, one main option, one huge option, but so many different options, that sometimes maybe it's not so much with players like Mason Gillis that you're thinking about putting one up and getting yours and you do defer a little bit more. That can be viewed as a lack of confidence, but it seems to be like it's just being team-oriented more than anything else with a guy like that. 
No, I agree with you. I think Purdue has as good as any team in college basketball at roll behind. They are all willing to throw the ball into Zach Eady. You see other teams that have good bigs, sometimes those guards. Man, a lot of those guys want to score. (laughs) So the fact that they're so willing to throw it in, end of the game, it doesn't look like anybody has an ego about who's getting the ball, who's getting the last shot. We've seen Fletcher Lawyer take big shots into the game. We've seen Zach Eady do it. Um, I just think that Matt Painter has done such a good job of putting together a team that is filled with skill, um, size, and then just the role buy-in. You get these guys to, to buy into their role. Think about Trey Coffin Ren. You know, he, he's a talented guy, can really score in the post. They play through him when he's on the floor. At times, he's, he's had some struggles. He's had some games where he didn't get to play a whole lot. But then the mission game, he, he has a huge impact in the second half, scores eight points. You know, so I just think that those guys get along great. They look like they are playing for each other. And they just have a chemistry that looks like they are one of the elite teams in college basketball. He is Robbie Hummel on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline talking Purdue and IU round one tomorrow, 4 o'clock down in Bloomington. Let's switch gears a little bit and go to IU. We know that Trace Jackson Davis is a have-to, and he's been just that. But the lack of support for him in games has led to their downfall. And most of the time you see, Robbie, that support that he gets at home. And I would expect... Hood Shafino not to have a one for 14 shooting night and to be able to ride shotgun with him at some point more consistently. But if there's another player on that roster that you would expect to start maybe being what people hope being more offensively consistent, who would that be? Boy, that's a, that's an interesting question there. Um, I do agree with you. I think you look at the hood Shafino against Ohio state and he looks like a lottery pick and you see him, um, in the Maryland game, and it's it's a freshman, right? He's a guy that's going through some struggles. They count on him offensively. Shots weren't going down that night. There's no question he's talented. If I'm picking another guy with no Xavier Johnson in the lineup, uh, <laughs> oof, I'll say Tamar Bates. You know, I, I think not just relying on your three-point jumper, using the shot fake, going off the bounce, um, he's shown flashes, but I just the consistency, and you're right, the road versus home, they've looked like a different team. I had him at Minnesota. I had him at Maryland, and it's like, will anybody else help Trace Jackson Davis win this game? Um, and at Minnesota, Trace basically won it by himself, it seemed like, and at Maryland, they just didn't have enough. Because I didn't think Maryland even played all that well. So um, that, that's going to be really interesting. I expect Purdue to, to post-trap um, Trace Jackson Davis the entire game. I think that that's what teams are going to do going forward, and, and you're going to make Miller cop, and you're going to make some of these role guys, um, Trey Galloway, even Tamar Bates, they'll rotate to them. But I, I think coaches will live with the fact that those guys are going to be shooting rather than Trace Jackson Davis because he's one of the best players in college basketball. If Zach Eady's not in the Big Ten, I'd say that, that he or maybe Jalen Pickett are the front runners to be Big Ten player of the year. But the fact of the matter is Eady is in the Big Ten, and he has been – as dominant as anybody in the in the country this year. Hey, Robbie, you mentioned Miller Cop. What's odd about that? I don't know if you've noticed this or not, or at least something I, I thought I've noticed is, you know, he's he's a, a shooter by trade, is what they say and what they describe, but he's he hesitates on, on a yeah, kick out does. on a kick out. He hesitates and goes with that that sidestep, that fake, and then sidestep stuff. That doesn't seem like what was advertised he was supposed to be when he got to Bloomington. Yeah, he's had some games where he's he's made a bunch of threes. The Syracuse game from last year sticks out to me. 
Um, I thought he's been more aggressive at, at Minnesota. He he shot more. I thought again, I think against Ohio State, the two game stretch of those two, he took 14 shots. And the five games prior to Minnesota, he's, he'd taken 13 total. So in five games, he hadn't matched what he had done against Minnesota and Ohio State. I have to imagine Mike Woodson has said, look, dude, if you are open, you have got to shoot the basketball. Yeah. You shoot 43% from three. You're third in the Big Ten percentage-wise. You are out here to shoot. You are not out here to put the ball on the floor. Now, if they're running you off the line, you want a shot fake, one dribble pull-up, I'm with it. But you are out here to shoot. And I, I just – it's a little bit baffling. I don't understand why at times – he looks like a guy that's shooting more like 30% rather than 40%. It, it really doesn't make much sense. He is Robbie Hummel with us, and she's been a part of this rivalry in the past. Give me a, a game that stands out to you all time, either in Mackey or in Bloomington, or anywhere for that did matter. Should I play it in? Or, yeah, or exactly. In or, I mean, you, you know what? You can. It, it can be you can play it in. It can also be just you as an observer. Um, Boy, you know, I, I – I guess I've I've announced I think two Purdue Indiana games both of them in Mackey I played in certainly more than that. Um, there's been a lot of great moments. I mean Bobby and I throw in the chair. It's an iconic college basketball moment. Um, as for one that I played in, I guess I'd think of my junior year. You know we were ranked in the top five or six teams in the country. Indiana was they had their freshman at Christian Watford and Jordan Holes and those guys. You could tell that they were coming. But they still were, were young and were struggling with, with Tom Crane. But the atmosphere was unbelievable. It really was. We, we went in there, and Indiana didn't have a great season that year. But on that night, they played great, and the crowd was amazing. And I remember Jordan Holes making a three to go up one with like five minutes to go. And it was like, man, this, it feels like the building is shaking. And we ended up pulling it out. And I, I do remember Chris Kramer stomping on the state of Indiana, and the place was just up for grass after it. It's like, man, we might need to get a security escort for Kramer here because he he was uh, definitely hyped about the win. And uh, it's just it's a great game to be a part of. Um, the, the rivalry between the fans, the players, the coaches, it, it's it's the real deal. So uh, I'm looking forward to watching tomorrow. And I uh, wish I could be there, but uh, I'll, I'll definitely be watching. Where, where are you going to be tomorrow? I will be at Tennessee Auburn, so I'm we're the game before, and then it will be Indiana Purdue. So I'll get to catch them in the airport. A little bit warmer down there too. By the way, Kramer stomping yeah. on the state of Indiana at midcourt. I have yep. seen uh, Todd Foster and Porter Roberts spike the basketball on the state <laughs> of Indiana at midcourt too. Yep. No, I, I guess it's you got to get creative about how you're going to do it. Um, <laughs> but yes, I do remember the fans saying some hilarious things to Chris as he <laughs> walked bet. off the floor after that. They were not pleased. I bet. All right, you can catch Robbie Hubble tomorrow. Tennessee and Auburn, that is the game prior on ESPN to IU and Purdue. The first of two between the Boilermakers and the Hoosiers coming up tomorrow at 4 o'clock down in Bloomington. The former Boilermaker and ESPN broadcaster, Big Ten Network, he just does everything. Robbie Hummel's on the Eddie Moore Automotive Group hotline. Hey, thanks for carving out some time today. We'll catch up again as we get further into the season, okay? No, no problem.